0: Prophetic Healing and Miracles Night. Ministry of Fire invites you to He is God Holy Spirit Power Program. Do you need prayer, healing, or deliverance? Know that God's healing power and healing virtue is touching you today. God wants to take your pain and turn it into joy. Your sorrow into success. Turn your tragedy into a triumph. God is bringing a turnaround in your life. He is breaking the darkness and bringing you into God's marvelous light. Your miracle is waiting for you. Healing and Miracles Night. Ministry of Fire invites you to He is God Holy Spirit Power Program. Do you need prayer, healing, or deliverance? Know that God's healing power and healing virtue is touching you today. God wants to take your pain and turn it into joy, your sorrow into success. Turn your tragedy into a triumph. God is bringing a turnaround in your life. He is breaking the darkness and bringing you into God's marvelous light. Your miracle is waiting for you.
1: You see things more clearly So right now I'll help you make it through the night There's one thing you must love ¡Oh!
2: of Israel, that you will come through one more time. We bless you tonight, and it is our desire to honor you. It is our desire to give you your place. You are God, and there is none like you. Here we are, another Friday, waiting on you, listening to what you have to say being attentive to your word. We don't take this lightly, but we thank you in advance for allowing us to gather together. Thank you for the time of worship Thank you for the time of prayer. Thank you for the time of preparation before we hear what you have to say. Lord, we thank you because we know that you are working behind closed doors. Even though we see the world that it's going into a turmoil, we know that you're a faithful God. And even though we might not know what you're doing, we know that you are doing, that you are accomplishing destiny. and that you will always be in control, no matter what. Because there is only one God, and that is you. You are the God that heals us. You are our provider. You are our counselor. You are the one that give us strength to go on. You're the one that moved mountains. And it is an honor to be part of you, Lord. Father, we pray for America. We pray for the whole world. You know what's going on. You said that you will expose, that you will reveal. But when you reveal something, it's because you always heal. So we know that you will heal the land. What can we say? Other than you be the glory and the honor forever and ever. Thank you for miracle. Thank you for sign and wonder. Because you the one the only one through the power of the Holy Spirit, Lord, will be able to see many healed, made whole, to walk, to see. And all of that, it is not because we deserve anything, but because of grace and mercy. Mighty and powerful God, We just want you to know that we can't live without you, that we adore you, that you're the best thing that happened to us. We need you more than the air that we breathe. We need you, Holy Spirit guiding us, directing us, anointing us, refreshing us, so we accomplish your plan and purpose on this earth. Lord, I bring to you everyone that is listening. Holy Spirit, we thank you because there is no distance. Whatever they are, you can supply all their needs according to your riches in glory. If there is anyone that needs healing, I declare that he's whole or she's whole. Looking for direction from you, Lord. bring clarity, bring order, in Jesus' name. Anyone that is living in a turmoil, Lord, you are the Prince of Peace. You're the one that takes full control, and tonight, we ask you to forgive our sins to have mercy on us. Lord, we invite you to come into our hearts and take over our lives. We give it to you as a living sacrifice. And we thank you for what you did for us Died in the cross so we may have everlasting life. You went to suffering and pain just for us. And we just thank you. Our life is not our own, you own us. And we give you liberty to do whatever you need to do so we can fulfill our destiny in this earth. To you be the glory and to you be the honor. Because you're such an awesome God. Worthy, 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 worthy is the Lamb. We thank you because we know that you are in control, that we have put in your hands our families, our jobs, our destiny, our future. So you're the one that control everything that happens around us. Tonight, Lord, as we learn about the importance of the anointing and also the danger of the anointing, Holy Spirit, Be the one that teaches us, be the one that is going to minister, be the one that is going to change lives, including mine. Many times we come to you with a burden because what you have called us to do is not easy. but it is possible if we trust you. And tonight we take our burdens, our cares, our lack of faith, and we leave it at your feet. It's gonna be an offering from us to you Because we know that as we leave it at your feet, you're gonna revive us, Lord. Revive us, Lord. Give us supernatural strength. Give us supernatural wisdom, supernatural discernment. So we can continue on Obeying your calling and doing those things that are written before the foundation of the world. Our destiny, your plan and purpose for our lives. Teach us to rest in you. when we feel that there is no way out, when we feel that we can take another step, that is when you show up and we become stronger and clarity will come and we will be energized again by the power of the Holy Spirit, and we will continue on. Lord, we're not giving up. We're not giving up. I thank you for all of those that are part of my destiny, that are part of Ministry of Fire purpose, I ask you tonight to supernaturally strengthen them. For everyone that is listening, receive the blessings tonight. Supernatural strength and supernatural discernment. We receive because you said that if we have faith, as the monsters see, we're going to see signs and wonders as the anointing comes through the power of the Holy Spirit over us. It's so good to talk to you. It is so great that we have a father, that we have a husband, that we have a best friend, and that is you, Lord. In you, we can find everything we need. Thank you for your grace and mercy when we feel that we can't move anymore, that we can continue but you remind us of who you are, you are God and you want us to depend on you totally and that's why we go through these days or maybe even weeks of uncertainty, but we know in in who we have believed, and we know that he's able to do that which we have committed unto you, Lord. So we rest, totally rest in you. Father, mercy. We ask for those that are going through difficult times. Lord, for those that don't know you yet, use us as an instrument to show them your love, your mercy, your compassion. In you and in you only, Father, I just pray for this project, it is your project, and it is hard for me to understand that it's also your timing, and I pray, Lord, and you will continue to send those people, those workers that are going to help in putting this project together. You have already sent it, and I am grateful. But we need more people that have your heart people that understand the vision, people that they can commit themselves to help in any way that is needed. We thank you, Lord. I call them forth from the north, from the east, from the south, and the west. And We receive them with open arms. Thank you, Father God. Thank you. As we move forward, even with the second part of the vision, urgency from you, Lord, and we just believe and obey. Thank you, Holy Spirit, for being here, as we partake of this anointing, as we partake of that peace that passes. As we partake of the joy. As we partake of the assurance that you will never live on a mistake. As we partake of knowing that what is seems impossible for men, holy path. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Thank you, Father God. Holy Spirit, don't let me say anything that it is not of you. Don't let me say anything that is out of your timing. Because we are here sitting, waiting on your power to do whatever you need to do. I personally am just a vessel I am God's vessel. But it is you, Holy Spirit, the one that do the job. Thank you for tonight. Thank you for what you did last Friday, because the first probably 10 minutes revelation from heaven things that i never knew that i don't even remember because it was you talking so we don't take that for granted we know that is the anointing that is in this place and it is the anointing that breaks the yoke so we no longer need to be yoked to anything other than God. In Jesus' name, we will always give you the praise and the honor. Thank you for the anointing in this place, Lord. And because there is no space or time in you, I pray that everyone will feel your presence and your anointing whatever they are and even those that will hear this podcast at a later day that even as they are believing for you to do something it shall be done in jesus name lord that through the anointing their yokes will be broken forever and all ever, and they will be set free once and for all. Give them a desire to fulfill their destiny. Give them the desire to obey you. Tonight, Lord, we ask you, crucify the flesh now. Crucify the flesh. Circumcise our heart. So we can live in holiness. Forever and ever. Praise God. Thank you so much for joining us tonight. And I pray that you will be blessed. I know you will be blessed. I'm going to start by sharing some things that the Lord put in my heart to share. And maybe some of you already know this. But the Lord, in His Word, is always talking about signs, of the for the last days. And I want to share something that happened in Turkey. And uh, it was around noontime or early afternoon when Turkey totally became night. In other words, it was during the afternoon, early afternoon. The sun disappeared, and all Turkey became a night season, or a night like nighttime. That is one of them. And I am saying that because we need to know. That's why I always tell you, invite other people to hear. The podcast let them know that they can go to youtube and under ministry of fire they can listen to the podcast in ministry of fire i am not looking for members or i am not looking for numbers our desire is what is in god's heart for all of you for you to be informed so you know what is ahead so you can prepare so tell others that they need to hear what god is saying you know that the space x giant rocket that it was launched from texas it was destroyed as it was taking off. You wonder what is going on? What is going on? That you are, during the day, the sun disappear and it becomes night. In Ukraine, There was a ball of fire and after that ball of fire, the day also became night. In Florida, I praise God for God's faithfulness. Florida Gay Pride Parade canceled. Why? Because a bill, a child protection bill, is going to pass. And that's why they had to cancel the parade. You see that sometimes, this is just a tiny bit of what God is doing behind closed doors. Usually God is not going to tell us that much. He only tells us what we need to know, but he's still working. He's still God. The enemy can only do what God allows him to do because then if the enemy has more power than God, then God is not God. So always know, that God is faithful and that he will always be in control, even though for the human mind it might look like someone else is, but it is not. And just remember that. As we go again, this is the second uh, Friday that we're talking about the anointing. one of the things that we need to know it is that god rewards faithfulness and obedience many times we feel how come god has not anointed me and we're going to talk about that tonight god will reward your faithfulness and obedience. In other words, if you want to be anointed, you need to be faithful to God. You need to be obedient to God and you must have a personal relationship with God. The anointing has a purpose in our life. The anointing of God, whenever he anoints us through the power of the Holy Spirit, is because he needs us to do an assignment for him. If God already knows that you are not going to do that assignment, He will not anoint you. Because the anointing is something of value, that it is no precious stone or no gold or silver is the value of the anointing. So He cannot give the anointing to someone just for that person to say, I am anointed. When I was putting this together, the teaching together, and I am going to read something that he said to me, because, uh, you know, I talked to him um, like my best friend, like he was my husband because he is. So I was asking him about several things and he said to me um look look in uh galatian four okay he reminded me of this bible verse and he said to me, the reason that I cannot give the anointing to people is because, Ephesians 4, okay? And he says, now I say that the heir, as long as he is a child, does not differ at all from a slave. Though he's the master of all, in other words, one of the reasons God cannot anoint the, the people is because people they have not grown up; they still children and they still drinking milk. Maybe some people, some pastors, some leaders they will give them a little bit more than milk. But the majority of the Christians still drinking milk. And you can imagine how much danger a child can be if he's anointed. Let's put it in this uh, on these terms. If you have a child Would you give him a gun to play? Of course not. So the Lord was telling me that it is the same for the people of God that are wondering how come I am not anointed? And we're gonna talk about jealousy and we're gonna talk about other stuff. But the question is how come I am not anointed, and what you need to think it is that maybe you steal a child drinking milk, and God compare a child with a slave, because God is saying that the child, you still you cannot trust a child, and because you cannot trust a child, you cannot trust a Christian that is a babe. So that is one of the reasons that God cannot anoint his children, because they're still children. They never mature to become sons and daughters. How many of you that are listening and those that will be listening in a future day know that you are called? Whenever God gives the anointing to a particular person, it's because that person has gone through the fire. It has been tested. God is concerned that when he deposits the anointing in our lives, that we do not misuse it. Remember that every time that we talk about anointing, anointing is compared with the oil. It means the oil of God fall on us with the purpose of us, Fulfill an assignment on behalf of the Almighty God. I am going to share something because you need to understand how serious the anointing is. You have a responsibility, a spiritual responsibility, before God. You have a spiritual responsibility. I had uh, my, my, one of my mentors, uh, Bishop Baron Ash that went to be with the Lord. He always told me that whenever you find someone that says that they wanna be ministry, it's because they have not been called. Because no one in the right mind wants to be in ministry. It has to be something that it is really put upon you, that you don't have no choice but to fulfill that call. But with that anointing, you have a responsibility. Do I use it this way? Do I use it that way? What about if I do it this way? What about if today I decide to teach about this? You, as a servant of God, don't have the right to ever decide what you're going to talk about. Because it is God in you, the one that is going to tell you what you have to say. And if you decide to do it your way, you're in disobedience. And I'm going to tell you, some people, they have started well. And this can happen to any of us. People start this journey well. And they are anointed. And many people today, they have used the anointing that God has deposited in them to do what they want to do, not what God wants them to do. But I'm gonna give you a little story that really touched my heart. Because after you hear this uh, testimony, you are going to understand the responsibility that you have before God when he anoints you. And I'm going to talk to you about a very well-known mighty man of God. He's the one that started the healing ministry in the United States many, many years ago. And... uh I want to share because maybe I think that this will never, you will never forget this testimony. I will, I I will not. Okay. William Bratton was a very special man of God. He was for many, many years number one pioneer of the people that had to do with uh, healing, okay? Um, Let me just, uh... so because he was anointed, he had a a followers, excuse me, had followers all over the world. And these men of God, even though he had a healing anointing, and they said that he was uh, uh, one of the pioneers of the healing anointings in the 40s and even before. Uh, he didn't want to be a healer, he didn't want to, because what he wanted to do is to be a teacher. Even though he was called to the office of the prophet, and I am emphasizing office of the prophet because anyone can prophesy but not everyone is called to the office of the prophet. And I I want you to process all of that. He wanted to be a teacher. He didn't want to be a prophet. I, I clearly understand why he didn't want to, but that's not our choice since he was out of his calling because he started teaching everywhere. And wherever he went, there were signs and wonders. Because he chose to disobey God, eventually he began teaching. False doctrine. I want you to uh, think because he disobeyed God, he chose to disobey God, he started teaching wrong doctrine. One of the things that can happen to you and me when we disobey God is that we can die before our time, okay? When we disobey God, God is patient. God is faithful. God is merciful. But when we choose to do it our way, One of the things that can happen, it is that we might die ahead of our time. Sometimes we think, oh, that's not going to happen to me. Yes, it can happen to you, and it can happen to me. It can happen to any of us. I remember being in Africa, and I know there were people there with me that can testify. We had a, pastor's conference and one of the things that happened it is that during the conference the pastor they opened their heart to me and uh, there was a prophet there and he said I have been called to the office of the prophet but because the pastors don't invite me to their churches i decided not to be a prophet any longer and i became a pastor and i want you to know this is real he was not the only one there were others that have done the same thing so remember that you have a special and spiritual responsibility, because it's a special responsibility. It is a spiritual responsibility before God. Everybody talks about William uh, Bracken, but if you go and Google it and store and study all the things that he started teaching, one of the things that he started teaching was that he was the last prophet. And that was in the 40s because when we disobey God, God's hand is taking off us, especially now. I emphasize so much your obedience because it, with everything that is coming, God promised to protect us and be there for us, those that are obedient to Him. And when you're not obedient, God is not going to protect you. One of the problems that Christians, that we have as Christians is that we think that we can choose our calling that, oh, okay, well, I'm a prophet, but that's not what I want to. I want to be a worship leader, but that is not from God because God is the one that before the foundation of the world, choose for you and me what we were going to be doing. Remember that as you obey God, obedience always creates an atmosphere for the demonstration of God's power and miracles. Obedience, even if you don't feel anointed and God tells you, I want you to go to Africa, And even though you don't know anything, you say, Lord, I go. I I don't even know what ministry is, but I'll go. Even if you go, God will anoint you specifically for that assignment. You will see cancer heal. You will see uh, people's lives change and transform because you obey. I am a testimony of that. When God sent me to this country, I went. And I saw so many people heal of cancer. Why? Because God anointed me for the task. And he will do the same for you there are people that that says to you i I want to minister i don't know i'm leaving this church because they're not giving me an opportunity here and maybe the pastor knows that you're not prepared to be ministering but no i want to minister listen it's not what you want it is not what i want It is what God wants. In order for you to be anointed by God, because many has been called, many, but not all of them are anointed. In order for you to be anointed, you need to be different. You need to be sold out to God. You need to have a relationship with God. And in other words, God must be first in your life. When you try to walk in something that you have not been called, it can cause you to die before your time you can't just walk in any office god is the one that calls you and places you into the office and then he anoints you and he equips you okay before he anoints you, he's going to equip you. You cannot choose what you want to do for God. It is like going to a uh, a company and you're hired and uh, to be an accountant. And when you get there, you say, "No, I want to be the president." You know what's going to happen to you because that's not the position that you were called to. I'll give you an example. Many people wants to be called to the prophetic. Okay, remember there is the prophetic, but it's also the office of the prophet. Anyone can prophesy, but not everybody is called to the office of the prophet. So people, they want to walk into the office or into the prophetic without being called, without being anointed. And you know the problem when a person that has not been called to the prophetic and that has not been anointed, you know what's going to happen? That person is going to start manifesting a familiar spirit. A a week ago, maybe more than that, I was talking to someone and we were discussing that the Bible says that when you die, you are resting. You are sleeping, right? Isn't that what it says, the Bible? Okay, so we are there, but we are asleep. Because then the Bible says that those that die in Christ, they shall rise uh, rise first. So remember, the, the people that are um, dead, they are sleeping. So the question is, if they're sleeping, how come the witches... And how come mediums and how come those that read the cards say that they're speaking to your family? Think about it. How can they say that? They can't be speaking to your family because the Bible says that after you're dead, you're dead, you don't know anything. You're dead, you sleep. So how can these people be talking to you father, mother, brother, whoever. How? So that is a familiar spirit. It is a spirit that tries to manifest himself or herself as a family person. Could be your mother, it could be your father. So that's why God hates. All those reading of the cards and witches and because they are using a familiar spirit to tell you things. And if at any time you have a question, just send it to us in the chat and we will, I will try. If I don't know, I will say, let me go talk to God, and I will let you know. Okay. Whenever God anoints you, and you can say, um, I'll tell you someone that was part of my life for a long time, which is, uh, was Benny Hinn. Anything that I know about the healing anointing, I learned from the Holy Spirit, number one, but I learned from being around uh, Benny Hinn's ministry. So one of the things I learned, and most of the people will say the same thing to you, it is that you need to respect the Holy Spirit in order for Him to minister he had music that he himself used to prepare the atmosphere. Remember that when that music was playing, it is not the music, but it is that for him, for him, that is the music that brings him into the presence of God, because it is all about the presence of God. Before tonight, we started tonight, I was worshiping. And there are certain music that really touches my heart. So that is the music that I was listening to. Because the Holy Spirit, used that music to minister to me personally. And when I am minister personally, then I can minister to you in a better way. Amen. So you need to know that worship should be the most important part of any gathering. And they are people, me being in ministry over probably 30 years over, that I know they will come to church after the worship is done. But worship is the most important part of any gathering. Because that is the time that you become one with God, that you open up yourself to receive, you prepare the atmosphere for the Holy Spirit to fall on us. God is the God of order. So if there are children running all over and someone is trying to worship God, really you're gonna have a hard time because of God being a God of order, the Holy Spirit is not gonna show up. (laughs) That is one of the things that I learned with Pastor Benny, how to prepare the atmosphere for the Holy Spirit to feel free to minister. So when you are anointed, okay, and in any gathering, you are going to find that there always going to be the spirit of competition. When you're anointed, somebody, someone, somewhere is going to try to compete with you. Oh, because she thinks it's better than me. I can do the same work that she does. You might. You, You might do this job that God has called me to better than I do. The difference is that I have been anointed for this position and you have it. Because if you have, then you'll be sitting where I am. So you never, do not be intimidated by anyone because this is not a position that, well, I never even dream about it. I didn't even know what ministry was. So when you are in a position, you don't need to be intimidated, but you take your stand, why? Because you know that you know that you know that this is what God has put you. God, I didn't say men. Many of the churches today, they bring pastors to their churches that are chosen by a board. And I am not saying he's anointed or or she might not be anointed. What I am saying is that God is the one that chooses and sends, the Bible says, his servants. Okay? So know that whenever you have a position or you're anointed for that position, there's going to be competition one of the biggest problem and we saw that in the story of william uh braham is that pride will try the enemy will try to use pride to kill you and if you read the story of this men in the past that God has used they were imperfect people don't think that I am perfect I have many imperfections and I'll tell you one of them right now today I was talking to God and I was saying something to the Lord because of this project the magnitude of the project and everything that I am doing and depending on other people, construction workers, all of that. So I was saying to the Lord that I didn't have strength anymore because it has been a very difficult week. And uh, I said something and the Lord said to me, very upset, I choose who stay and who goes. He was very upset. Of course, I immediately asked forgiveness. I choose who stay and who goes. Many, let me say this to you, many of the people that fail, and we can, any of us fail, it has become of pride. Pride is the reason Lucifer failed. And pride is the reason that any of us can fail at any time. And that's why we have to be around people that we can be accountable to. Accountability is very, very, very important. So remember that pride, when you're anointed, then you think it's you. I saw so many people uh, heal of cancer, and it was one after another. And I always knew I was surprised because uh, me, I know I couldn't do that. So I always told the people, oh, thank you. No, no, no. Don't say thank you to me. Just give God the praise because it doesn't have nothing to do with me. I cannot heal not even a mosquito. But God can. Okay. Always remember that if you want to be anointed, you start to you you need to start at the bottom. Okay? And when you start at the bottom, that's preparation time. And preparation time is never lost. Preparation time is the key to your future. You always need needs to make space room for the Holy Spirit. You must have time with the Holy Spirit. You must have time for the Word of God. Anointing is excellent because anointing is the ability to for you to do a job for God. But if that job that you're going to do for God is not based On the Word of God, you're in trouble. The anointing, it is a special ability that God has given you to fulfill a task. But that task needs to be in the Word of God. It is the Word of God, the one that is going to guide you. The devil fight the anointing. Wow. The devil fight the anointing. Before you open your mouth and say to God, I want to be anointed, it's better not to say anything because the devil is going to fight you day, night, morning. When people try to give you a compliment, make sure that you tell them, this is not about me. Do not allow that spirit to come into into you. You talk always about Jesus, not about being a prophet, not about being a healer, not about anything else, but about Jesus. Uh, there was a man that went to God and says to the Lord, Lord, uh, there's so many false prophets. And the Lord said to him, they are more false pastors than false prophets. they are more false pastors than false prophets. Think about that one. We always said, oh, it's a false prophet. Oh, it's a false. Be careful what you say. This is something God is telling me. Uh, Even he reminded me this afternoon early to tell you to stop judging other people. Okay? And that's not just for you. That's for me too. Start judging prophets. Start judging. Okay. Um, before you establish a church, you must be anointed to do that because the foundation of the church, the Bible says, okay, it's based on the prophet and the apostle. The one that needs to uh, build a church is an apostle working with the prophet and passing that on to the pastor. It means that the pastor is always going to have access to the apostle and the prophet to bring correction and direction. Okay. Okay. That's the Bible. That's the word of God. Um, Okay. When a committee, and this is what I said before, when a committee choose a pastor, and then they have the bylaws and the guidelines of how he's going to run the church, there is no oil in that church. It means there is no anointing in that church. All my life, all my life I knew, and I was part of churches that we as as leaders and as elders choose the pastor that was gonna run the church. In other words, God is not running the church. It's a committee. You can be a good teacher. You can be a good pastor. But if you are not anointed, is a very dangerous place to be. Because you don't have the oil. Remember that when we talk about oil, we're talking about the anointing. You don't have the oil. Again, the anointing is not for you. The anointing, it is for others. There is a prophetic word that is... uh, time to prepare. It is time to prepare. Go to Ministry of Fire for Jesus Christ's website or Facebook and uh, read it. It's very, very special. Very, very special how God is telling us what we need to do uh, for the last days. Okay? So one of the things that God wants you to remember. It is there are two different kinds of anointings: anointing, and we uh, talked about last uh, week, the anointing that is within, in, and the anointing that is upon us. Okay, the anointing that is within, it is kind of a personal anointing for you to do the things you need to do daily. The anointing that is upon us, it is for service. And you can read Isaiah 10, 27. Uh, Yesterday, as I was talking to the Lord, uh, one of the things he was telling uh, me, it was um, two things he said to me. Um, after he said, that I'm the one that decides who leaves, well, he didn't say leaves, who stay and who goes. He said to me um, something that uh, bothers me. Because I know if he tells me something, I take it personally, because it has to be for me. And he said, "They are people in this world, Christians, okay, that are addicted to stress. They are people that are addicted to stress. And he said that... That is the people that they always have to be doing something. They cannot be alone with God or self. He didn't say God. He said they cannot be alone for a minute with themselves. Okay. So if he said it, it is because it's for us and we need to uh, take advantage because at the beginning, I wasn't sure what he was saying. But later on, he said, Yes, you're always looking for something to do because you don't want to confront self. Um, I'm going to finish with that a lesson for the church. It is uh, as a church, we need to um, never put our trust in men. Okay, that's what God said. Never. Put our trust because we are human and we can fail at any time. Okay, so never, we can never put our trust in men. Next week, next uh, Friday, I am going to talk to you. This is a a, a course that I taught uh, maybe five years ago. The anointing for the last days. so next Friday we're gonna start. Uh, I wish I could um, I could use uh, a blackboard and present to you everything that it is for you to know, but it's only voice here. And at least I am going to start because I feel that God wants me to do it and not to wait. Because the time is not, it's not, we cannot wait, you know, we cannot wait. Okay. Um, One of the things that I, God wants you to know is that you need to remember that the anointing will cost you everything. Okay. One of the questions that I always ask. The Lord and even Benihin asked God about himself. Benihin had a heart problem since he was young, and uh, he always wondered uh, everybody is healed in his crusades, but not him. What I am saying to you is that you, okay, or me, we can have an illness. And you can see other people heal from that kind of illness, and you yourself continue ill. Those are the mysteries of God. And the mysteries of God, God can only talk about. You know, it's what it is, it is a mystery and we don't he doesn't need to tell us anything because he is God and i always know that you know i just say you don't need to say anything because you're God and because he's God he's going to share with us the things that he wants another thing that he wants us to know it is that God always tells his secret Unto the servants, the prophets. Okay, he says, surely the Lord God will not do anything until until He tells, until He reveals His secret unto the servant, the prophet Amos three seven. So that's why it's so important that for us to be connected with the prophetic. No, no anybody that God wants, no anybody that you want, but somebody that God wants. God connected me many years ago in 1992 with a prophet, and I sat under him for 12 years without prophesying until later on that he made me because he knew that I was supposed to be doing that. But don't get on uh, under the prophet just looking for the prophetic anointing and for you to prophesy because that's wrong. You get until that man or woman of God because God sent you, because you you have to learn from her or him. The oil, which is the anointing, is very costly. Okay, whenever our will is press when you press on like today i had to press on when you press on into god's will it will produce a costly anointing today i had to press on you don't have no idea how i had to press on because of dealing with peoples and and construction I had to press on. And whenever you press on and you tell the devil, I am not quitting, no matter what, there is oil that God will pour into your into your, your being. No matter what God calls us to do on this earth. It will bear no fruit unless we abide in Him. We need to become one with Him. We must lay down our flesh and put on the powerful armor of God. The Word of God says that the yoke shall be destroyed because of the anointing. We need to tell the Lord 24-7, Create in me, O Lord. Psalm fifty one ten to 13 The anointing will restore your joy, heal your spirit, soul, and body, and it will work miracles in you, in your church, in your job, and in your family. Remember that the word anointing means to rub, to smear with oil. And that's what God is saying. People say, I'm going to go to this church, or I want to be under a prophet. The reason that you're under the prophet for that prophetic anointing to rub on you, as you learn how to operate in the gift. Okay. Um, there is a, a prophetic word. It's an old prophetic word, but I know that it is for us today. It says, They are those whom God has not set. They have set themselves and said, I am an apostle, I am a prophet, and I am this and I am that. Shortly, You will see some of them drop dead, even in the pulpit, because they are lying to the Holy Spirit. And because the head of the church never sent them into the church to walk in that office. You will hear it said, my, my, you know that the preacher just just die over in the pulpit and what the people will say, he must have been burned out. No, said the Lord, you shall see some of those who go off the scene who get up and absolutely lie saying, I am this and I am that. But I never told them that they were in those offices. And when it comes to mind, it is, when we stand before God and God says, depart from us. I, I didn't know you. Um, uh-huh. I have a, a, a prayer request. I will be praying for that person in a bit. He says, uh, let me read it again. No says the Lord, you shall see of those who go off the scene, who get up and absolutely lie saying, I am this and I am that, but I never told them that they were in those offices, but there will be those who will walk in the mighty power of God. I have set this in their offices. They are not ignorant of the things that pertain to the spirit and they will walk in the office that I have set them in. And they will rise up in the last days and they will walk in the anointing, the gifts, and the equipment of their offices, Oh, how the body of Christ will be blessed because they will be coming on the scene. So what God is talking, a group of people that God is going to anoint and place in certain positions. So the body in general is gonna be blessed because of them. He says, yes, the fivefold ministries and those that I have said in the church will even come into cities. The pastors will work together with them as a team and blessings will be conferred because of the unity, says the Lord of hosts. Hallelujah. So be it. One of the things that the I wanted to, um, the Lord reminded me to talk to you. Uh, one of my mentors, us. And we listened to some cassette that he himself sent to me. And it was called uh, the Kingdom Kingdom Community. And uh, that was uh, probably 94, maybe. And we listened and we listened and we listened. And one of the things that I want to tell you is that now uh, that Kingdom Community teaching that we thought, okay, maybe in a hundred years it's going to happen. It's happening now because God is asking the people to buy land and to start producing their own food. And not only, not only, uh, prophets are saying that, but even people that operate in different gifts that are not from God, they're also saying the same thing. Okay. So it's going to be a kingdom community because it's going to be a unity. It's going to be that we will be able to meet in that community because they're going to, everybody's going to live in the community. And we're going to be able to live in that community and pray and seek the Lord and exchange products. And it is happening now. And I remember that he said uh, that uh, before the end of the days, this was going to happen. So I want you to know that this is really something that it is happening. Uh, We at Ministry of Fire, we are working on that. Um, And uh, because I feel that's what, for this ministry, that's what God wants us to do it's going to be a community living together helping each other protecting each other because in the last day there's going to be no other way one of the things god said it is that that is going to be the alternative for the mark of the beast it means if we produce our own food and we share we don't have to get the mark of the beast to feed our children or families Okay, so it is more kingdom community is more than just having enough food for everyone. But it is part of unity and protection and anything that we get our mind to and we are in one accord, it will come to pass. Because if you have faith, it will come to pass. So I just want you to know that there is someone that uh, someone asked for prayer for. Uh, kidneys and liver problem with uh, breathing okay i want everyone to agree with me i want you to prepare this is very serious because it's the life of someone that loves the lord and even if it was not the life of someone that doesn't the lord it doesn't matter but this person loves the lord And if it doesn't love the Lord, then it will become one with the Lord because of the miracle. So we're going to come in agreement. Father God, you said that if we touch and agree, if two people touch and agree, it shall be done. And we're believing for miracles after miracles after miracles because it is through the power of the Holy Spirit. And the only thing that we're doing is we're touching and agreeing with the Holy Spirit and with you, Jesus. You're the healer. And we're declaring that 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 kidney and liver and breathing problems must go in the name of Jesus. Lord, thank you for restoration. Thank you for divine healing. Thank you for protection, Father God. Thank you for a new vision for this person that you are God and beside you there is no other. And we believe, Father God, that the same way that you have lived so many people, that you have um, healed so many people of cancer, Father God, that you have healed so many people of uh, high blood pressure, that you have healed so many people, Lord. We're believing today for this person, Lord, that you will touch, the person and that this person will have a testimony. Lord, we give you the glory. Thank you for sending your Holy Spirit, Holy Spirit to minister to these people in a special way. In a special way, Lord, we declare and decree, let your kingdom come and let your will be done on this person. In the name of Jesus, receive from the Holy Spirit, receive from Jesus, receive from the mighty God that we serve in the name of Jesus. Father, we thank you, Lord, as we prepare to be dismissed, we thank you for being here with us today, for visiting us, for healing for direction, for protection. Father, bless every home that is represented here. Lord, where there is turmoil, we declare peace, direction, and that the joy of the Lord will overtake that household from the beginning to the end, Lord, that everyone will be saved, that everyone will be filled with the Spirit and everyone will be ready to go and obey you. Jesus, thank you for this opportunity to serve you. Thank you for calling us because we didn't deserve it, but you did it. Now you need to know that we depend on you because there is absolutely nothing we can do unless you do it through us. To you be the glory and the honor forever and ever. Father, they are blessed. Give them favor in their jobs. Give them favor in in their coming in and going out. Favor, Father God. Let the favor of God continue to visit them. Let the joy of the Lord overtake them in Jesus' mighty name. Until next... Uh, Friday at nine o'clock be blessed and if you need if you need anything from us you can write to us and we'll be here to help in any way possible also please tell other people to listen to this teaching every especially next week we're gonna talk for a long time because it's gonna be more than one day about what we need to expect, what God has promised for the last day, what is the anointing for the last days, amen? Invite someone else. Just go to a Facebook, Ministry of Fire, and please read that prophetic word about time of preparation, amen? God bless you and until next week, be blessed.
1: I will make my holy name known among my people He who calls holy be holy in all we do you want to be holy says the Lord you want to be